Welcome back to Two Blokes Motorbike Adventures, where you can find us on your favourite podcast platform and also on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to part two of the French motorbike adventure. Can you remember back to our last last episode, part one, we were on our way to Roy and Ali's house. Now it was some distance, about 350 odd miles away from where we'd stopped and staying off the motorways, it would add a bit more time to the day as well. However, before we set off, we had a gift for the four of us. Some nice t-shirts printed the French flag on one side and the UK flag on the other with a silhouette of a motorbike underneath it. Now we did look like proper tourists. <laughs> Seriously though these trips are about making memories and a keepsake to remember the trip by is a bonus as these t-shirts were set up with the intention of that in mind. Plus, we look cool wearing them. Can't say we don't. As we were staying off the motorways, we were seeing a lot more France, which we did. Now, we found a place to have our dinner, somewhere called something like McDonald's. <laughs> wow, prices are more than double than they are in the UK. So it's not a cheap meal, really and the same quality as at home, so it's not getting anything better than what you get at home. However, the only thing that was better is if you were eating in, which we did, we found that the food containers were made of solid plastic, not paper. So the chip cartons looked just like they would here in the UK. However, it was solid plastic. My guess is better for the environment and better recyclable uh, use down the line. Even the drinks containers were plastic. I can only assume they give them a really good cleaning afterwards. I wonder if this is a French thing or is it now happening more and more across Europe? Maybe some of my European listeners could comment and say, does this happen within their countries with these reusable food containers in McDonald's? During our visit to the establishment, we had another first. What was this first, I hear you ask? Well, you're not going to believe it, but during our visit to the establishment, we spotted there was a wedding party upstairs, bride in a beautiful white dress, all the men in smart suits and kids well-dressed too, all looking very smart. The whole party was sat upstairs, basically taking over the whole of the upstairs of the restaurant. We couldn't believe our eyes. 
Now, whether or not this was a main Medan wedding meal or a cheeky snack from the church to the main venue, well, you never know. <laughs> it was a funny sight, all the less. When, especially when they all traipsed down the stairs, fully bride in their gown, into the cars and off they went. We carried on our journey, now at Eden, and had a rest. And a fuel stop later, another coffee shop we found. For a Grand Café Ola, which is meant to be a large coffee with milk. However, if you've been to France and you know the size of their Grand Cafés, they're not very big at all. They're still like a very small teacup to us. Not like a good old mug of coffee. I don't know. So, we arrived at Roy and Ali's house, greeted by the pair of them with big smiles, made very welcome. Roy had been working hard all day over a big pan of stew that he'd made from scratch. Now, a long day in the saddle, wowzer, this stew was amazing. Let's just say, all the bowls were empty even after a second helping. A bit of a tour around their lovely home and off to bed we went. Now, given that my wife Nikki hadn't ridden for so long, three days on the bike to get to Roy's house, and her a couple of days off from riding. Our fantastic hosts had a seven-seater car and took us for a tour of the local area to visit some local towns and places of interest. One of the places was Fresland's rubbish French, where Claude de Monet was born stroke lived. It was a bit of a typical French sleeping little village. However, whilst looking around, there was a cafe open didn't look open when you looked at it, it looked like it had been closed up for a long time. However, further inspection, it looked like it was just the typical design of a bit of a rundown place from the outside. However, when you got in it, what transformation, the place was amazing. In the large dining room, the full length of the restaurant cafe, there was a hand-painted memorial of a, uh, a woodland scene with a river flowing over a weir with a chateau in the distance in the hills lots of trees and wildlife quite an amazing backdrop to have a meal to a nice meal wait later we ventured into the woods for a woodland stroke river walk to walk off our dinner that we just had this walk was well maintained and it was obvious that the local community look after it. After the walk we got into the car again. Now I know it's meant to be a motorbike channel, however it was all part of our adventure to France. So off we headed off to a site of historical significance. I'm not even going to pronounce it because I, uh, 
I did Google Translate on it and I can't even say it. So I'll put it in the notes anyway. Which was a 12th century stronghold castle. It was good to see and explore this place, including some amazing river views, which would be a great place to come back down to kayak or canoe, which would be another amazing adventure. Now, back to Roy and Ali's for tea. Next morning, Keith and Lynn went out on their bike for a ride, while Roy, Ali, Nikki and I went in the car again to visit a town called Erdur-Sergalan, or something along those lines. Because Keith and Lynn had already been there before, so they went somewhere else. This used to be just your typical French village, but on the 10th of June 1944, four days after D-Day in the Second World War, the German Waffen SS company destroyed the town and its 643 inhabitants. Non-combatant men, women and children were massacred as a collective punishment for the resistance activity in the area. I'll not go into all the details as they're pretty awful. The village was never rebuilt. A completely new village was built nearby after the war. Now, President Charles de Gaulle ordered this ruins, the old village, to be maintained as a permanent memorial and a museum so that all school children can visit this town to learn about the war and what happened there. After a couple of hours of going around this village learning about what had happened, we headed back to Roy's. Now tonight, we headed out for tea at a Chinese all-you-can-eat, which also included all your drinks, which included alcohol, as well as hot drinks and soft drinks. The food was absolutely amazing. You could actually pick your piece of steak and they'd cook it for you there and then, amongst all your normal Chinese delights. The great night was had by all. We had a good laugh and a good natter. We all returned back to the house with full bellies. places I visited during this episode, I will type them up in the description and also do a post on our Instagram site of all the places and names that we've visited. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye.